Plot, The Day of the Triffids, 1963. After an unusual meteor shower leaves most of the human population blind, a merchant navy officer must find a way to conquer tall, aggressive plants which are feeding on people and animals. Voice over off. When you're blind and watching movies, what will you find? A blind superhero whose superpowers are acting like he's not blind. A sighted actor overdramatically touching people's faces. Or maybe the whole joke is that they're bumping into different places. A spectacular, macular Citizen White Kane, the podcast that may be blind but still knows its way around a movie. My name is Sky McLeod. I'm Melissa Bukta. And today we're talking about The Day of the Triffids, which is also called Invasion of the Triffids. Ooh, I like Invasion better. Yeah, it doesn't take place all in one day. And so no. part of me was like, is this going to be like The Hangover or something? Everything it all takes place in one night? <laughs> it should be something. the week of the Triffids or yeah. something. Yeah, not the day. At so least. yeah, I think Invasion... Uh, works so much better. Yeah, this is, it's October. We can officially get spooky. Yes, Scared Sightless. The, yes. the name that we have officially decided for <laughs> after this, it's our second year doing it, but now it has a name. Um, <laughs> yes, we're, this is our first of four. Last last year we got five, but we're only we getting did, four yeah, in this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is our first one and it is a, Definitely, um, it's definitely an interesting one. It was a, it was, it's a good, like, um, practical effects that look ridiculous now. Like, it wasn't, like, the good kind of practical effects. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, oh, woof. <laughs> but, you know, I think this movie joins other movies, like, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or Night of the Leapist or, yeah. um, I, I'd say Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but that's actually a classic, so I don't, I, this is, this movie definitely, or at least the allegory in this film definitely is not on par with that. There's movie. no. Is there even an allegory of this movie? I don't even think there is really. No, I mean it feels a lot like War of the Worlds, honestly. And this was kind of. this was also based on a book not written right. by H.G. Wells, uh, but it in the way that the setup kind of happens, and in the way that it ends, in the yeah. way that we f- we find out, oh, we can defeat these Triffids by using, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if we're gonna spoil it. Oh, we're gonna, okay, we're gonna we're spoil just it. Spoiling yeah, it. we're just who's spoiling really it. gonna be like, oh, I can't believe you spoiled the day of the trip. Yeah. Well, we find out that uh, salt water is what will destroy them, and in and I'm about about to spoil War of the Worlds. We find out in War of the Worlds that the thing that destroys the aliens is the common cold, so germs. Uh-huh. So it is it is a, a very common thing that we have a crap ton of on Earth that these beings just did not prepare for that well, destroys them. One of yeah, War of the Worlds is like maybe a metaphor for like the u.s coming yes. in and like or in the t- uh, settlers whatever we call them immigrants these days. yeah uh, well kind, i mean yeah of. but like people who um <laughs> i don't know colonized this land and then brought over mm-hmm. smallpox and mm-hmm. and a lot of people died native yes. people died i mean that is like I guess, but that's like the opposite metaphor for War of the Worlds if the aliens are the ones who could get the... Because they're the ones invading, so I don't know. I well, don't know. It's, it's the fact that the this tiny little microscopic thing that we that we have could so much up on Earth could, could just stop this invasion, just stop yeah. it dead in its tracks. I mean, germs, though, have been one of the most um, deadliest things historically ever. Like, so, two humans. It was salt water, not so much. <laughs> yeah, far I mean, less humans I'm, have died from salt water. Sure. Um, germs. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm definitely not a World of the Worlds expert. I haven't read the novel <laughs> that it's based on. I, I know it from the famous Orson Welles broadcast and from the infamous Tom Cruise movie. Uh, that was a horrific movie theater, movie going experience. Um, but did you think it was real? No. Did you just wander no. into the movie and be like, this is a documentary? No, 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 no. I was, much, I was old enough to understand, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Me. Orson Welles, too. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, no, I had just never seen anything like it before. 
and it, this is directed by Steven. The the remake is directed by Steven Spielberg, and it's you know Steven Spielberg. He's ET and and Jurassic Park, and you know his movies can be scary, but there's always like a a, a family. You know, there's a wholesomeness to it. There's a there's like a bittersweet sweetness to it, and this just isn't that. This is pure nightmare fuel. Wow. And I was my brother and I and my mom were terrified. I can remember you know you go to the movies and you get popcorn and a drink and. Our, usually we got a big bucket to split and then we got like a big soda to share or something and we got our food and none of it was touched th- the entire wow. time and this 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 never happens oh my gosh. because we spent the entire time clinging one one of us on each side to my mom <laughs> and i remember looking at her several times and almost asking can we go? I don't. I don't want to be here anymore. Can we please just go? Which you know, the rule in my family is usually uh, my my brother and my mom have only broken this rule once. Uh, is if you pay for it, you're gonna sit through it. Oh wow! Even if it sucks, that is called you're, the sunk you're going, cost fallacy. You're going to sit through it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We th- my my mom and my brother have only ever walked out of one movie. I have never walked out of out of a movie in my life. But I'm also very picky about what I choose to, to right, watch. Right, right, right. But my mom and my brother walked out of uh, the prequel remake to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I think wow. it's called like Texas Chainsaw the beginning or some bullshit. I don't remember. I don't remember. But before by, the massacre, before the massacre, like it was all about Leatherface and his weird family. And I and I was talking about it with my mom, and she's like, "Yeah, we left." And I was like, "You did not." And she's like, "No, we left." <gasps> he started Leatherface started like rubbing on this guy's face, and he was gonna like butcher him to death or whatever. My brother turns to my mom and goes, "Can we go?" And my mom was like, "Yes, absolutely." Oh and they booked it out of the theater. Oh my god! So yeah, uh, it's it it is a rarity. Um, but War of the Worlds scared the shit out of out of me and my and my brother uh and then it became one of my brother's favorite movies my brother doesn't own a lot of dvds this is one of five dvds on his shelf so i don't know what that says about about (laughs) anything i don't know that that says absolutely nothing about this movie that was just a fun story it's a good story (laughs) i mean that's uh, it's important context to the day of the triffids because of the seawater yes I don't yes. know, uh, um, but no, this yeah. movie—it's—it's there's not that—it's not a very dense movie. It no, the God, symbolism, no. as we've alluded to, does not exist. It's not really like about anything. I really. can't really tell. Usually, the cool thing about horror movies is is the monster or the horror that you're dealing with represents something, right? This does I not don't have know. That. I can't tell. I don't. In, yeah. Okay, so we the the thing is a meteor shower. Everyone is looking at it mm-hmm. in the world. Almost wow, everyone. it's a meteor shower. Right, right. Cool meteor shower. And so apparently, like ninety nine point nine percent of people are looking at it, and the only people who could possibly not be looking at it are like sick in the hospital for some or, reason, or, or like at a in car submarines, accident. or in yeah. prison, or somewhere where you don't have access to windows. Right, or which is, seems to be a very small percentage of the population we're led to mm-hmm, believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because it like everyone who watches the meteor shower is who sees it goes blind so we are following almost entirely sighted characters still though um who are the few people who did not actually go blind because of different reasons um and then we are also (laughs) what is technically related to the meteor shower but feels extremely untied at all to the rest of the although although i think i figured out how to put them together anyway but yes is that there's plants there are literal plants from space that are trying to kill everyone right triffids man triffids. man-eating plants yes mm-hmm. and so like to put them together is that the meteors come from space is and like so also so okay so here's yeah. what i think so we know that the plant we we can gather that the plants are semi-intelligent. I mean, they're they're sentient. They can they can move around and stuff, and they 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 want to kill things. Yes. Uh, so they're semi-intelligent, um, in so much as they're they're predators. So what I think I think the meteor shower. I, I'm going. I'm trying to connect them because I think the meteor shower was sent by them maybe to weaken the population of our planet to turn us all to turn as many of us blind as they could so that they could come down and eat us because we would be easier pickings okay that's my head canon I ne- guess that's so. never stated in the film no. i have no idea 
I didn't I think, know. I wasn't sure how intelligent they were. They see they like move towards sound, and I guess like right. you can. They're like a worm in that you, when you cut them, they become multiple things. Sure. Mm-hmm. But that's. But worms probably are not like conspiring to send meteors down no. onto Earth to weaken the population. Right. That's that's where my theory falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think the meteorites and the triffids are connected, but I don't know how because there's no way that they could have been like, yeah, let's do that. Why does it make people blind? Yeah, I just right. assumed it was some weird scientific anom- or not anomaly, but just an accident that like everyone went blind. But it is in the movie like. It is very weird because you're just like they do not they never really truly married. So both of us came up with like ideas for our own headcanon because the movie does not really it's like it comes from space. The plants come from space and also people go blind when they look at it. It's just like you have to fill in a lot of boxes (laughs) with your own information. It is very yeah it is not heavy on the it it reminded me the most of any movie we watch of the as the beyond. It reminded me of the beyond the most. Right but I would much rather rewatch this or show this to a group of people than than watch the beyond again. The beyond was an absolute slog. It was a slog. To get through. Yeah I mean this was this seem like it went by fast um just because it is so well it also has weird. a plot yeah as 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 convoluted <laughs> and sketchy as it is this movie has a plot yeah <laughs> and actual characters it does tech, sort of they i mean okay the actual characters Mm. I like some of them a little bit more than others. I mean, they're consistent. I'll give yes. them that. They yes. do have like a specific personality. Live Beyond did not. You couldn't even keep people apart because you never because they just were different, completely different characters in mm-hmm. every scene that you saw them. Mm-hmm. So this did have. They were consistent characters. They just like we had a hysterical woman who was a fucking scientist and seemed to be way smarter than her husband, who was also a oh, scientist. Oh, Karen and Tom, the lighthouse people. <laughs> but she Which, was. I mean. She wasn't really. She, I guess she was sort of a Karen, but not really. Well, no, her name was Karen. I know, but she. I'm just saying. Oh, I see. Just because yeah, yeah, everyone's gotcha, gonna gotcha. want to know she was a well, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they keep cutting back to these guys who are stuck in this lighthouse, and you're and throughout the movie, and you're kind of wondering why. Why? I mean, yes, they were they were dissecting and, and learning about about the triffids so you'd cut back to them and they're like oh we've learned these three new things and then we've learned and then at the very very end oh we've, we've learned how to kill them and yeah, but it's like but it doesn't connect to anyone else and then we also just don't we don't even know how the information that the seawater right how did them. they how did they distribute that information right because they don't they're not connected to literally anyone no the movie just keeps going and then these two characters just disappear yeah and they'll just come back and it's like we're just like checking in on them seeing what's mm-hmm. happened and then like going back to the actual characters right. and but then it's, they have this weird abusive relationship i guess yeah, where he's I, like drunk all the time and really rude to her and he's like i'm the smart scientist but they're both scientists and she seems smarter than him and, and she then, just kind of but takes then she's it. hysterical because she also like every time there's like a moving plant she like screams and screams and screams and screams when I the mean, danger is over that comes with the genre though like it, this I is a, this is a b movie of the I highest know. caliber it does. you have to have screaming ladies if you're a lady you're going to scream yeah if it's, it's gonna happen true but part of it was just, every time i just think like i wonder what the action what was going through her head when she was told <laughs> to like scream for the upteen time at like, a at a rubber hose or whatever the plants were yeah or made out of exactly. or something it's although just, i must i must say i absolutely hated the sound effect for when they moved it made me feel gross so that was very yeah. effective i, I mean, don't know it was weird yeah it's it is just the most awful squashy wet sound i hate it yeah it was definitely it was that's funny it didn't bother me as much like i thought it didn't totally fit in with it but it was actually kind of i don't know i didn't find i i found it less offensive mm. i found the way they looked to be just ridiculous because it just it did not the i well, wanted it to be a little if it was gonna be bad i wanted it mm-hmm. to be a little more over the top it just sure. seemed like bad in a way that was like not even trying that hard i couldn't tell what i was supposed to be afraid of I, yeah th- yeah they had, weren't that scary i no, they weren't that scary and i just and maybe it was the quality of the film or the transfer or something but i 
physically couldn't tell what we what we were looking at. Yeah, and they didn't have like any features that no. were identifiable well, as like which and humanistic. not right or animalistic. And not yeah. every monster needs to, but it makes you know. them more scary. <laughs> sure, right. Well, and these these are definitely not iconic. I mean, if you think of iconic monsters, you know, you think of like the xenomorph, you know, from Alien, and you can instantly, if you you know, if you are capable of visually comprehending that you can instantly call up a picture of that monster in your mind right or um the stay puff marshmallow man or the swamp thing or the the creature from the thing from john carpenter's the thing and they all have faces yes yeah 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 this that which was what was so weirdly it it could have been like in my head i was like it looked like um, like a vacuum. There's like in the sh- in the TV show Superstore, they have like a plot where they have like this robot that vacuums <laughs> up the store, and that's what it looked like to oh me. My God. And the way that it moved, it was like I was like, oh, it's like a automated vacuum. Which yeah, I mean, Roombas do freak me and my dogs out, but like, like still though, not mm-hmm. very menacing. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> Roombas especially not- like Roombas made out of plants that just seem to be Ro- outside yeah. that you could easily distract. Just take, <laughs> just take a succulent to a Roomba <laughs> yeah that's have it go around the house yeah. yeah yeah they have they have three legs yeah so they're they look like they look like tripods covered with leaves that's what yeah, they look like yeah, honestly yeah. they definitely it didn't seem like someone tried that hard like I was a little disappointed that they weren't like because it's really fun when you like try oh yeah or all of those effects yeah or all of those boobies with like the giant spider that comes and attacks and and you know the spider isn't 20 feet tall but they've you know it's done in such a way where at least you can have fun it's fun it's, yeah it's fun this yeah. just wasn't that fun it just seemed like they were and also like because it was a blurry transfer and it was a small screen so i was like barely making out what was going on at all mm-hmm. and so a lot of time and they move so robotically in a way that's like not even menacing robotically just kind of like very they just well, feel very easy to like push and right. go in the and other they're direction so- <laughs> They're so slow. Yeah, they're, they're very so slow. slow. And I'm like, this is not. And, and now, don't get me wrong. Slow things can be absolutely menacing, incredibly menacing. Yeah. But these things are just slow. They're very and boring. Slow. And honestly, as a like extremely fast walker, as an adaptation, I'm like, I could take down a zombie apocalypse <laughs> as long as it's not like uh, as long as you're not dealing with 28 days later. Exactly. Zombies. <laughs> yes. That as long as I'm not dealing with them, that I'm fucking fine. I can handle a zombie apocalypse. You got got whatever, whichever rule cardio is in zombie land, you you got that on lock. Yeah, I I would die a thousand percent. I'd be the first one to go. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) the blindness would not, the inability to drive would not serve me well, but... um, yeah, it is. A <laughs> I <clears throat> I don't do cardio. Yeah, no, I would. I mean, I can't run. I just walk faster than most zombies. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I do have asthma, so like I I can walk very fast. But once we get into running, that's what I'm. So anything that makes you run, I'm fucked. But like, if I can, if I can be a speed walker and be fine, I'm there you golden. Go. There yeah. You go. But these were definitely speed walkers. Oh, do not yeah. have to worry you a could moment. Totally outrun them. Which right. it did seem like all of the characters. The masses of humans that mm-hmm. we see who go blind seem far more dysfunctional because of their blindness than because right. they're manning plants. Like they don't even. even right. I mean, some well, of them die. It's like plants, yes, but. yes. It's 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 like two different movies were meshed together. Like you have yeah. this apocalyptic incident that is that is the meteorites and that blinds everyone and then all of a sudden and triffids right right and i'm kind of like mm, pick Which, up pick a lane here please. really it's really true because i read the description i was like how are they gonna make those two things go together the answer is they did not they didn't <laughs> yeah like, I, I guess you could say the triffids are a result of the meteorite or of the meteor shower but right. they're connected <laughs> plot wise very tangentially but it's also like they're no way connected metaphorically mm-hmm. they're no they mm-hmm. don't represent anything and also it does feel every single scene where one of them's in it almost feels it feels like a different movie yeah. well this is this is another movie where the mass amounts of people go blind and the world just goes to right. shit and they can't fucking radio each other like blind people know how to radio <laughs> like, right it's, it's like radios. just because just because you've lost your vision doesn't mean you still don't know how to do stuff okay yeah okay sure a pi- if you're a pilot 
you know, that would, right, like, right, I didn't. Right, right, the pilot I, I got, because the right. there's a pilot that crashes the plane. I'm like, that's genuinely scary. That was a horrible scene. Yeah. That, I hated that but scene. But that scene, they only die because the, there's a mutiny on the plane because everyone's so freaked out because they're blind, and then they right. find out the pilot's blind, which obviously, yeah, I would be scared if a pilot, I mean, I would not be scared that I'm blind, I'm always blind, but, like, I would definitely be scared if I found out that my pilot right, and co-pilot are all of a sudden blind. You're, you're <laughs> going to die. Yeah, that's I mean, terrifying. there's no way... There's no way you're going to you're going to die, you know. Yeah, and I mean, in very small cases, someone might be able to pull it sure, off. Sure, yeah. Like, but it is genuinely scary, and the fact that people can't radio is so shocking to me. I would think if I was someone who's like a radio for planes, I woke up blind. I was like, I gotta get to work. I gotta make sure that these planes land safely. Like, well, but if you think about if you think about air traffic controllers and what they're doing, and I'm not an expert, but you know. Yes, they're on the radio twenty four seven, absolutely, and they're they're physically talking people, you know, down and up and through the sky. But but there's also a visual component to yeah, to being is. in a tower. You are looking at the runway. You are the one who's talking yeah. about obstacles, like. I, you know, it I, isn't I, something I, that a blind blind people can do very easily. Probably not. A world of blind people is like probably not gonna have that many like planes. No. Yeah. yeah Unless no. we really get them completely automated, I think we're we're probably mm-hmm. stuck it with would, only sighted right. pilots. It would, be a, it would be a mode of transportation that would not be gauche. It would, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the trains stop running, which I I mean, like now we probably could run some of them. Maybe not super safely yet. Like we're not mm-hmm. at the point where the technology is so good but i feel like now we probably could have a little bit more functionality of like things moving but i mean i was thinking like oh i would just if i were blind if i wasn't blind then went blind i could just take the bus but i'm like oh but then who drives the bus in that situation yeah but the train is also like who's gonna drive the train is that's a fair question especially in 63 when they (laughs) didn't i mean there was like no automation and we still have people driving trains today that mm-hmm. can see so mm-hmm. so you know whatever but like um i guess that it makes it harder to travel but right. it's like it doesn't seem it's not like okay the functionality of things is difficult because people can't travel and mm-hmm. p- only people who can walk to work like no it's just like the second someone becomes blind they're like freaking out and screaming and running over each other and just well, become so stupid right and not only that they're they're doing all of that and then they're just flat out giving up right she's like well why bother i'm, I'm just like killing i'm blind or, i'm yeah. well, like the doctor he, yeah, it was the, ridiculous. In the first, so basically, our our main white man because there's two white <laughs> men character. Bill, his name is Bill Mason. So Bill Mason is our main character, and he's just had some a crazy experimental surgery that has given him use of his eyes, and he goes. Oh, to, I he, thought that he just had eye surgery, but it wasn't that he was blind before. Oh, I th- maybe I maybe I'm misinterpreting. Okay, so he has eye. So he had eye surgery. I'm not sure. One of one and, of us is right. Whatever. Sure. And he he has to take the bandages off. Blah, blah blah. He can see. Cool. Yada yada. Whatever. He goes to talk to the doctor. The doctor is blind. The doctor asks him to take him to his office, and asks him to go get the medical kit, his medical kit. And so Bill does, and all of a sudden you hear crash through the window, and he comes back, and you realize, oh my god, the doctor just tossed himself out the window. Which is just ridiculous that, like, you would just wake up blind and you're a freaking eye doctor. You're, you're, I was like, okay, well, I guess if I, I'm like, my you know, I personally don't love eye doctors. So I'm like, well, I guess an eye doctor would be so ridiculous that they would couldn't handle just going blind all of a sudden. Like, that, that would be the end of the world to them. But I just, I mean, like, you know, I do suicide intervention. So, you know, everyone has different reasons. But I also, like, I think anything in the ether that says blind people like going blind is a fate worse than death is horrifying like it's right. just a horrible message to send to people and just and like feel, totally untrue yeah and i feel like when you're dealing with blindness as the horror or that's that's the the scariest thing one of the scariest right. things is yeah is that's exactly how it comes across i would rather be dead right than lose my vision the, the easiest way to cripple humanity is just to blind everyone right right yes some Ab- things some, would have to some, function differently. Sure, things would have to change. Absolutely, but there are you know societies of animals that live without eyes and without ever having sight. Right, and, and blind people you know, can do pretty much everything. We just mm-hmm. you know need to have the right like 
opportunities to do stuff but there would definitely be i mean humans are pretty adaptable creatures i think like uh, the first year or two of everyone being blind i think most things would kind of come to somewhat of a standstill it would be like covid you know like Mm -hmm. everything would kind of shut down for a while and we would be like what the fuck are we gonna do and then we would just like figure it out <laughs> like and it would be okay and well i mean would be a problem right a i mean look at look at c i mean I granted this, it's so fictional it. and stuff but like this is a world in which most everyone is blind yeah but and they can't function either i mean but i well, think that no, that's they, like but the you gotta problem. have drama <laughs> i know but it's like there's so much drama that comes with a functioning world of blind people <laughs> like but no one wants to tell that story but i feel like that story is far more interesting because it's like mm-hmm. everyone's done the apocalypse and everyone can't everyone dies or like everyone's in danger like mm-hmm. that is a story that's been told a billion times well and even it's, it's like <laughs> when they're oh my god it just cracked me up when they're traveling through london and spain and everything and france and there's just no people yeah and where I'm did like, all the people hang go? On hang on yeah did they all die instant like i guess we're supposed to believe they just died like very quickly which is ridiculous right and like i guess there's plants that are coming after them but plant they make noise right that right exactly so (laughs) you can hear them coming (laughs) and they're slow yeah and they're very slow you can get away yeah 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 but I mean, I guess, and if you're near water, you're probably more safe from them because apparently seawater kills them. So and they're not like not all like they're basically are... snails. Yeah, salt water really... salt kills them. Yeah, salt they water. are snails. You're right because they move slowly and they salt kills them. Yeah, that makes yeah. I never, I didn't they're even just, think of you that. Know, you're right. Flesh eating snails. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I love snails, so I'm <laughs> I don't totally promote that a fear of snails because they're I no, think they're super cute and cool. I've, I had a few snails as pets growing up. Oh, that's so sweet. They lived in our fish tank. They were aquatic snails. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love snails. They're the best. But these plants are just kind of they're not. They're not as cute and fun as snails. No, and they're not, they're just, I. they're not fun to hate either. Yeah, they I just are non-existent. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, I cheered, you know, when Bill takes a flamethrower to them and there's a whole field of Triffid on fire, yeah. you know, that's kind of cool, I it's guess. A, I mean, I was like controlled burn. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly what it was. It was a controlled burn. <laughs> <laughs> but... But you know, I didn't feel, I didn't. It doesn't feel very cathartic. No, really. I mean, I, I, the only kill that really got me was when Bettina died. Yeah, I actually really liked. We have Bettina. a like a blind character that's like actually like a human being that goes blind, who's like kind of like figuring it out and seems right. with it and just she's like so cool. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. very sweet and, and like not having a problem about. Mm-hmm. It, but and she's cornered and attacked and killed by Triffids. Right. And then the other three just drive off. Which is I'm like, like, are you s- really? Because the house, was, so they basically, they Susan, who is this orphan that Bill finds, they find refuge at this French chateau because it's run by a couple of people who can see. And they've right. been, yes, and they've been taking in blind people. Uh, we meet Bettina and a couple of other characters and they are uh, almost not not immediately there's it, it happens over a couple of days but they in the end they're beset by triffids and Bettina dies and they just kind of take off and yeah. leave and I've got like, like and they are right. like everyone died and it's right. a good thing us sighted people could still drive right and get away the triffids attack the house right yeah. right yeah. and like um well, uh, well you just said her name was sis- Bettina uh no sorry the well, Susan oh Susan is the little girl what yes. was the what was the older oh Mrs. Doe would started with a D. I don't know. Shoot. I don't remember. Mrs. D. But the... She was a, an older French woman. Right. And she's like, you have to stay and help all these blind people. We're helping all the blind people. And then it's like, never mind. Well, fuck that. Let's <laughs> go. <Bye>. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Like, it seems like... And she just... I mean, I think she's upset, but it's like, I'm like, this is yeah. your whole character thing. And then you just like... And then it, it just completely throws... It it's just like blind the blind characters are very disposable and yet we have Mm -hmm. to make sure all this i think like we don't have a single sighted character that dies i don't think that we know about you are correct all of the people who end up dying are blind or except for is her husband does he die Oh yes, I'm sorry. He, Mr. Culver, or and he Col- could Culler. He could see. He's the one-sided character that dies. Right. Yep. He's okay. He gets okay. he gets too close, and a triffid gets him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have one. We have one-sided character 
And yeah. then, and isn't also part of the reason why all the people die is because there's a bunch of like blind men who come and like are trying to fuck with all the women. Yeah, and they're not. Most of them aren't blind. The convicts, for some reason, that's given oh, they they right. didn't they were in prison, so they didn't see the meteor shower. This was when I was like having a lot of trouble keeping track of what was going on. <laughs> yeah, they they come back to the house and they find it. They find the house beset by convicts oh. who are being very mean and, and acting gross like convicts. Um, in a movie. In a movie, and so Bill goes in and tries to shake things up a bit. That's when the Triffids attack. Right, which. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's another blind, blind women are vulnerable. You know, they can just easily mm-hmm. be tricked into dangerous situations. Also, that anyone who um, is incarcerated is evil. Is a monster. And yeah. And a all rapist. They, right. And, all they want to do is come over and have, yeah. And. Have their way with these girls. Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, I don't know. There's just a lot of bad things all happening in that scene. I'm just like, but it's also confusing. And there's a lot of like long shots and the, yeah, the, what we were watching, the only way to watch it is like, it's so that it's, we were talking about this before the, we started recording the, the, um, movie is like cut off on all, there's like, um, black bars on all sides, which is so dumb. Cause you could just make it bigger, um, because <laughs> the black is, there's a lot of black on every side. So it's like a small little square in the screen. And because of that, I don't have central vision, so cannot see. There was so much that was just oh, very hard. That for me is to really see. weird. Cause in hoopla, it's just your standard widescreen. There's that- just black on the bottom and the top. Oh, so it's not on the sides? No, no. I think Amazon's transfer just might be shit. Oh, wow. Well, that's very stupid because I paid a dollar for it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess go for Hoopla then. Yeah, yeah. I If I had known, because I was part of me was like, I wonder if Hoopla is better, but then I was just uh, tired. <laughs> oh, no, I <laughs> fully understand. Yeah. Because um, uh, I was having trouble getting into Hoopla. I was having <laughs> trouble screencasting it. There's a lot of for some technical reason, issues. Yeah. For some reason, it worked for me. I had, I had no trouble with it. I okay. just watched it on my iPad, but. But yeah. yeah, I I mean maybe it might have been I think it might have been slightly better on my phone or something, but mm. it was just yeah, there was anyway. It was very hard to see. It's not a very good copy of it in general. Mm-hmm. But when the the whole scene in the ballroom, there's a lot of stuff going on and and characters are just like quickly saying things. So I yes. was just trying to keep I did I kinda lost the thread. It's chaotic. Yeah. yeah it's no, very no, chaotic. it's it's really it's really chaotic until you get outside and, and I am just a yeah. stupid blind person, so <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> incapable of understanding yeah anything at all um and i don't my life does not really matter because i don't know if we get to see a single blind character survive either like we every blind character is either in danger and we see mm-hmm. them for five seconds mm-hmm. or we know dies <laughs> right right nobody nobody who is blind gets to be heroic or be in uh clever or be a main character be a main character or save the day or you know yeah 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 it is i yeah we get like maybe one that gets named mm-hmm. uh, but it this would is, not pass the blind bechdel test no <laughs> no this is this is a movie where blindness is is the horror it's right. a scary thing yeah it's like body horror of like blindness mm-hmm. which again guys not a big deal <laughs> being blind it's an adjustment but it's really not i don't even think the world would fall apart if everyone was blind <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal we would have less air travel we would potentially be much slower moving people because we would not have as much access to transportation mm-hmm. that is really the main thing that would be different honestly like because that is the one thing blind people just are not really equipped to do that well mm-hmm. the way we have it like fast travel is not our forte but you know we also are extremely like in ingenuitive is that the right word <laughs> i don't know how exactly that is what the form but we're very we have a lot of ingenuity and yeah. um i really do believe that we would probably also figure that out if we had enough brains together oh, yeah, like because we're already figuring out like fucking self-driving cars sure. and that's basically what you would need is self-driving cars so really at this yeah. point we probably yeah. would be absolutely fine because the technology exists already so and i also mm-hmm. think blind people could just as easily develop that as sighted people um so you know right. there's really nothing to worry about everyone <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm just really sick and tired of seeing our disability played out as as horror. You yeah, know? it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, like, yes, it's for someone, for just one person to go blind is very scary. For an entire planet of people to go blind, 
very scary absolutely but it's but it's, it's not, not that big of, of a world. deal and it's also like the more we act like it's so scary i think that also affects people who genuinely are going blind mm-hmm. like like even if it's like they've just went blind it's like oh this is something to be feared whereas if we had more stories that were just about blindness as an identity they'd be proud mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. then people would have an easier time like we're making it harder on people who go blind by this this bullshit stories and right. we're making discrimination of well, us even worse right well. and when you when you boil a horror movie down you know to to its essence different is scary right what you know what scares us it's something different it's something that goes quote unquote against the norm right uh, yeah of, of, of society's this is why morals I can't handle or, horror yeah. movies because they have so <laughs> much they are generally very ableist undertones i mean i'm sure mm-hmm. some of them are trying to subvert that in some way but i think well, when they're not trying to subvert right. it they have pretty ableist well you know undertones. i wonder it well and it's things like i wonder how the deaf community views a quiet place because i personally find that movie profoundly terrifying i will never watch the first one i'll never watch the second one i don't care to because sound is how i navigate the world and also the exciting thing about a movie so right exactly so if you (laughs) suck all of that out i get profoundly upset and stressed out and i made it through about 20 minutes of the first a quiet place and i was just like i can't do this yeah i feel so uh cut off and excluded and I just yeah. don't know. I There's nothing for me to orient myself. There's nothing for right. me to grab onto. And it's just like, we don't want to actively do that to ourselves, too. Because we're already no. like, if we have enough of that that the world creates for us. Why mm. would we purposefully do that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think horror movies can be very cathartic for people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, I'm and, and, not one I, of those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I will say, I will say one of the amazing things about, about A Quiet Place is they do cast a, a deaf actress to play That's the daughter good. in both movies. So that's awesome. Like, please, more more power, more power to that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a quiet place. I just won't be watching those movies. I just yeah, can't. Yeah, that's not. And, and, you know, like, let's get disabled actors playing a lot of characters in all movies. Period. Oh, yeah. Let's not make it Absolutely. even a newsworthy thing. Let's just get a lot of disabled characters and have them all be played by actual actors <laughs> with that disability. Um, uh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it is... I mean, it's it's interesting because body horror, there's so many levels. It can be grotesque and awful like The Fly, you know, like Cronenberg's The Fly. Uh, or body horror can literally be just getting, having a disability. Right, which is just like, I mean, it's kind of like the conversation with freaks being uh, like considered a horror movie. Right, freaks is not a horror, <laughs> I mean, yes, there's horror elements to it. But right, I, but I, it's like you could it could just as easily be like one of those like, you know, new reality shows where you like follow around people in a certain community and like it's like, oh, look at the drama that's happening. You know, it's like that's more <laughs> what it felt like than mm-hmm. than um a horror movie. But it's right. like but it's the idea that like because a disabled person is on screen, that's what makes it horror. And that is like so messed up because mm-hmm. our lives is, are not horror. Like our we are human beings and and the making us into literal monsters um, needs to stop. It really needs to that stop. Needs like to there's stop. not an ex- and this is you know 1963. So sure, you it, would hope we're past yeah. that. Though there were movies like the the lost episode that we're gonna have to do again. Blindness, blindness. We'll get was, we'll get around to we'll it. get around to it one of these <laughs> Octobers. Um, maybe if it's a horror movie, I don't know. I would well, con- I consider it a horror movie. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I I really do want to read. I believe it's based on a graphic novel. I really want to read that and see what uh perspective that brings to this yeah. story because I doubt it'll be less ableist but right no it's like I, a similar <laughs> plot i mean the ideas of blindness are basically the same ideas mm-hmm. that the, the triffids is going on in that movie came out in like oh sure. eight or right. something right and i mean and i thought about blindness too when i was watching yeah. this because it's basically a, a plague essentially right, right, has, right. has befallen humanity and of course you know after we figure out that the salt water destroys the triffids you know then you get the voiceover it's like and we destroyed them all and salt water killed them and every Everyone went back 
to church and repented and humanity was good. Right. And you're like, did they? Because, yeah, that was a weird thing, too. I was like, I guess maybe they're offsprings. It's not necessarily a genetic condition. Right. So, like, did so they... there could be seeing people born. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, they don't go into that. And they also don't go into, I guess, the assumption we have to make is that the sighted people made the world go round and then all the blind people just Yeah, just sat them. back and were like, okay, whatever. All right. Yeah, cool. I guess, guess this is my fate now. Yeah, it's not super. They don't want to. I don't think they want to get into that that much. No, that's not this movie that they're trying to. But it is kind of funny. I think the triffids are there so they could actually like have a thing that they win against because the blindness stuff is just like they're like so horrible that everyone would go blind and then by the end they're like, well, we say it was really horrible. Also, forget just any aspect of that. Like triffids, Mm -hmm. we found out how to kill them. That's the important part, not the (laughs) blindness thing. It's only the triffids that we care about. But I thought you. That was the most horrible thing that could ever happen to someone. <laughs> well, it is nice to know that uh, this this horribly obscure movie is. Uh, I knew about this movie and I didn't even know it. This movie is referenced in the opening number to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that I saw. Why... I saw a Triffitt that spits poison and kills. Oh, that's why I was like, why do I know Triffitts and why yes. do I keep think? Why does Rocky Horror keep flashing yeah. in my head? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> I didn't, that's I didn't exactly why. Make the second and, step. And I really, I really got hot when I saw Janet Janice Scott fight a Triffid that spill Janet Swat fight a Triffid that spits poison and kills. That that's is the, this, why it's, it's referencing this. Movie. It's so funny. I kept yeah. being like, why do I keep thinking of Rocky Horror every time I like hear the word <laughs> Triffid? Yep. That is That's why. why. Mm-hmm. I think if I had stopped and thought about it for two seconds, I would have figured that out. But I was tired when I was watching this. So <laughs> I kept, but even this week, I was like, it's so weird. Because it's like, I remember Triffids. Because for some right. reason, I feel like it's in Rocky Horror. It, but I just it couldn't. Clicked, it clicked when Janet Scott's <laughs> name came across the screen. Because I was like, oh, Janet's twat. Oh, my God. This is this movie. Yeah. So. That's. Yep, yep, oh, yep. my gosh. Yeah. Because I can't read. And so if I. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I was holding funny. my iPad the requisite three inches away from my face so yeah that's good no and that was when i was like at the beginning was really trying to be like how do i get to see this at all um so and then conrad was like okay i'll read some of the names and then he was Mm -hmm. like some people worked on this movie so he read (laughs) a couple of them but i was also like i don't care but then if i had heard Janet's well I might have also been like why do I keep thinking of Rocky or I don't know I was in a, I've been in a weird headspace <laughs> so I need to, I, I need to get back over no it's all right I need to get back over to Rocky Horror honestly <laughs> yeah it's still mean, going at the Clinton I need to get I need to get over there. yeah oh I miss Rocky I mean we should we should go again it's, yeah, it's at its actual time it's at midnight again yes yes, yes. it's oh, doors open 11 30 show starts at midnight yes. yeah okay well we'll have to go it's an important cultural <laughs> Yeah, I still want to try and go like once or twice a month. So okay, I want to go anyway. <laughs> yes, go go to your local Rocky Horror. Yes, go watch Rocky Horror instead of this movie. Yes, please. I mean, you yeah. could. I'm sure that there are theaters that like do this as a midnight movie I mean, once in a while. Sure, yeah, this felt very much like something they they'd show. Yeah, at midnight or like in, uh, when they show the cult movies on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know this. It yeah, would like the fit. new one and yeah, right. LA. They would do Friday nights cult movies mm-hmm. and then they would do uh, Rocky on Saturday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Clinton is the same. Yeah, yeah yeah this i think would fit really well into that uh it's just not quite as sensational yeah as, it doesn't as a fully, b-movie yeah that's the problem is it doesn't like fully pull punches either like no. so it's kind of annoying it like I, falls flat and i think some of the acting is too good <laughs> Yeah, and the, some okay. of it is just really, And some like, of it is not great, and it's like, there's this... it's not even, um, like, bad in the really, no. like, aggressive way that could be fun. It's just kind of like, okay. Right, like, com- like my barometer for bad movies is Troll 2. Was well, like, yeah. Is the acting... And I also, f- like, truly fell asleep for, because it was a <laughs> long weekend, but no. I saw they had the cast come out at the New York... Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's that's what I judge all my bad movies by. Like, is it compared to Troll Two? How how bad is it? But Troll Two is like fun to watch. Like, you watch Troll Two because it's terrible and it's fun. This is terrible. That it's not really that fun. No, either. it's not. Yeah, it isn't over the top enough right to right be fun and it's like it doesn't make any sense but like it also like has a weirdly consistent plot for something that makes no sense like there is like beginning middle and end and like i prefer if it's not going to make sense that it doesn't have a beginning middle and end <laughs> and then it's a little like i actually got like i mean I, the beyond is very hard to watch but i like that it just didn't even try to have a plot like this sure had a okay plot. yeah i mean this is what i said with not cool as well i like if if there's a bad movie i want it to 
to not have a plot Mm -hmm. like that i appreciate when the plot does not make any sense but this is like it technically both i mean the blindness they just kind of just are like we don't really care about this at a certain point like they stop totally caring about it um right it's just another plot point that was dropped right it's like i don't and i don't even know like it's i wasn't sure which was the a plot and b plot even like because they kind of get like at the beginning of the movie it's mostly about the blindness stuff and you're and i'm like but there are like man-eating plants in this movie and like i know that's true from the description it's already been established like near the beginning of the movie but then like for a while you're like are they gonna come back at all like it seems like everyone's just mad about being blind and that's like the main thing and then and then they do come back and then by the end you're like do we even care that people are blind anymore like it seems like we've forgotten entirely about that so it it does both of them kind of get their moment during Mm -hmm. the movie but they're neither like they don't connect and you also never feel like you're totally watching yeah the same movie like it almost feels like you literally are not watching the same movie at all because right. one of the like you have two sets of characters and like one of the sets is just two people who seem to be stranded and don't right, have any you, access to the outside world exactly who you who you trapped in a lighthouse right and they yeah. both can see so they have no the blind thing has no effect on them mm-hmm. and then they're just trying to figure out the plans and then like there's some but if you cut out all this blindness related stuff you could kind of make a coherent story with just like the plants <laughs> try to eat people and then scientists try to figure out what's going on like that could be its own little story mm-hmm. and the blindness stuff is like its own story that just right. doesn't really have an ending right. <laughs> honestly if you want to watch a movie about man-eating plants because they're the best movie about man-eating plants little, has already been made it's little, little shop. shop of horrors yeah yeah Go watch. Just, instead go of watch watching Little a movie where disabled people are horrors, just watch movies with horror in the name. <laughs> um. Hey, at least Seymour is charming. I wouldn't want to hang out with one of these triffids, but like I, I could, I would love to like talk to Seymour. You know, and yeah, unless pretty, he tried to eat me, <laughs> right? They're pretty nothing. Like they're not. They're no care. They're not characters at all. Like they're just yeah. They're right. Just and kind of my favorite, nothing. my favorite monsters, even the ones that aren't. quote-unquote sentient my favorite monsters are things that i i hate or at least things that i have emotions right you just none for these guys Mm -hmm. other than like yeah like i guess it's like if you have a lot of i did think about if you have a lot of brush that like the fires in california get started because of all the like and like this is basically what these characters are is they're like just the like twigs all over california that make the wildfires <laughs> worse i guess i don't know that was like the best i could come up with of like a real life experience it was just very not it's just a nothing nothing is the only word i can think to describe it it's just like it's okay a bit of a, it's a bit of a nothing burger yep. i'm really glad that it's on hoopla and people can access it for free that's really cool if this is your bag it's it's there for you yeah it's just I think there are better movies if you're yeah. in this genre. If you're looking, if you're looking for a, a monster movie, I think there are just better movies. Yeah, there there is. There's more, more coherent ones. Yeah, yeah. they're more fun, yeah. and there's probably ones that don't have like a very casually ableist right. subplot that right. like just never gets resolved at all and just kind of adds bad ableism to the world <laughs> without really doing anything to subvert it or even make it that interesting so i mean at least c i don't like c but at least it makes the <laughs> that kind of ableism more interesting i guess like it's yeah. definitely a thing um. right you can <laughs> you can call c many things boring isn't one of them yeah i've never been bored watching an episode of c yeah um yeah it's, it's not that even yeah i think i i agree with that i think yeah this movie is kind of boring we're both kind of tired when we watch it but also we <laughs> did both watch it when we weren't tired and i think we didn't think it was all that much better when we weren't tired so <laughs> i don't know is that do you want to yeah i think we did rating? it sure yeah. sure why not uh well, good enough yeah uh i can go first go for it I just gave it a twenty ten. <laughs> there you go. Fine. Sounds good I mean, to me. You know, it's whatever. I mean, like I've I could I've gone lower before, but it's like mm-hmm. the blind stuff is just kind of like they do dwell on it from time to time, but it's also like very easy to forget that blindness is in this movie, weirdly enough. Like depending on how you're thinking what scenes you think about, you might forget that there's a blind mm-hmm. 
subplot. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but, you know, what it adds to the narrative is all bad, as we've talked about. So it doesn't really, (laughs) it's not a redeeming, there's not a lot of redeeming factors. It doesn't want to go into, like, anyone who is blind. Like, it has everyone in the world is blind, but we follow only sighted characters. And so blind people are just, like, just kind of, they're basically zombies. I mean, that's literally the function they have in this movie. And we're not zombies. plant fodder. Yeah, plant fodder of and like zombies that aren't trying to hurt you. They mm-hmm. are just in danger, which mm-hmm. is not how we are. We're very capable human right. beings. Right, right. It's 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 a population of zombies, but a population of people who've been damseled, basically. Yeah, yeah. damseled zombies is what yes. we get. It's a great band name. Damseled zombies. It's a little zombies. hard to say though, it, but that's what makes it great. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get it confused with the zom- with zombies. True. <laughs> are they the anyway? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 2010, it's a, yeah, if you have something better to do within an hour and a half, definitely do that. Sure. This movie. And I'm right there with you. I think 2010 is perfectly fine rating for this movie. I, I usually try really hard to find something positive. I even found something positive and not cool. Uh, so my positive thing is, is Bettina. <laughs> yeah, Bettina is Bettina, MVP. Thing. She was my favorite character in the entire thing. Yeah, and Loved she's her. in it for five minutes, so you could just see if five we need to make like a super minutes. cut of her scenes, and yep. then it's you could just watch she's those great. five minutes instead yep. of the her, whole movie. Her face touching scene with Susan, great. Wasn't even wasn't really even oh, mad I at it. That, that was even in that. Yeah, so it's, it's it's like that, a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. that really touching scene. But she's doing it because she's trying to make Susan feel better. Yeah, yeah. You know? I like that. And I like, like when it's not convince like, her. Who are you? Right, and like convince her that like just because I'm blind doesn't mean my whole world is stopped. Yeah, because she's like a sensible character, and then she like dies very and quickly after that. Very much, even dies. though she seems yep. totally capable and wouldn't have necessarily died in real right. life. I whatever. really thought I really thought she was coming with them. Yeah, and then I did she's too. Just surrounded by and devoured by Triff. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. And we can, you know, we're not the most zombie apocalypse ready people, but I still think that we're not like, we're not going to get dazzled that easily. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Right. But yeah. <sighs> Day of the Triffids or Invasion of the Triffids. Yes. With, all the, with all this talk of blindness being, uh, blindness presented as horror, I'm sure you're going to absolutely adore what movie we're doing next week. Well, I mean, it's going to be a horror movie because it well, is going to be a horror movie. Silas, yes, so. it's gonna, yes, for, for our second movie in our Scared Sightless series is uh, Netflix's own Bird Box. Okay. We're doing it. I wasn't sure what to do. And then this morning, <laughs> as I was watching this, I was like, oh, I know exactly what we should do. Okay, and this do is, um, wait, do we want to say a little bit about the plot? Should sure, we just leave it sure. Next week? So this is, this is the movie that took Netflix by storm a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the, it is based on a novel which I have read. Uh, I, I, oh. I thought the novel was pretty good, actually. Okay. And the movie is fairly faithful to it as well. Uh, but this is basically a, a in, our, in our world, uh, Sandra Bullock plays a woman who uh, is living in a world where uh, the population of the world is forced to go blind or go insane, basically, okay. because these creatures, demons, whatever you want to call them, unseen entities, uh, have it, have invaded our world. And if you look at them it, with your eyes, you have the urge to kill yourself. Oh, so people so, have to actively go blind. So right. basically blind so people is, so this is totally cool in this world. You're going to find out. I mean... Okay. It's got John Malkovich in it, too. Okay. Well, we'll find out how... Well, I mean, come back next week, because I haven't seen it at all. So. <laughs> Good. I've, I have. But I don't want to kill myself. I apparently. have. This movie gave me nightmares. Okay. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to watching oh, no. this again. Okay. Uh, I'm very curious as to your thoughts, though. Yeah. This will be interesting. Should I watch it in the day? I mean, I guess for... I Last year, I did try to watch them at night for the full effect. <laughs> but... I mean... I don't know. This movie profoundly scared the crap out of me. Okay. Honestly. Good. So watch it during the day. <laughs> okay. And this I don't, will be fun. You know, and I, like, horror movies, I don't, um, I like them a lot more than when I did when I was growing up. I, I enjoy them now. But sometimes, man, sometimes, I don't know, this one just got, really got under my skin and I had uh, awful nightmares. <laughs> Well, okay. Oh, this is a spoiler potentially, but how? But is it is it partly because of your fear of eyes getting gouged out? Luckily, I can report there are no uh, eyes getting gouged out. So that's bad news for me because that's something that bothers you and not me. So, 
Right. That means whatever bothers you is also more likely to bother me. Right. We'll find it's, out though. <laughs> you know, it's not an it's not an easy watch, but I think there's a lot to that we could talk about. Okay. Well, I'll I'll get psyched up for it. Um I'll try to yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah, next week we're watching Bird Box. It's on Netflix. Okay. Does it have audio descriptions? It should because it's on Netflix. Yeah. If they made it, they really should. They usually do that. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Come back next week. Find out if it has audio descriptions. <laughs> That's a good teaser for next week. Um, something easily Googleable. Um, what were you blindsided by this week, Melissa? So I have brought us another movie that I was happily blindsided Aww. by this week. I had the pleasure last night of going to see Language Lessons. Oh, yeah. That was one of the ones we were looking at. Does it have audio descriptions? No. Does it have subtitles? Yes. Oh, but you can speak more Spanish than I can. So I cannot use this information. No. Because I already established I cannot watch it unless (laughs) it has audio descriptions. So here's the thing. I mean, honestly, so so Language Lessons is is the new film directed by the Duplass brothers. So there's only two... For the the main the main characters, there's really only two. There's uh, Mark Duplass and Natalie Morales, and so uh, Mark Duplass plays um, uh, plays Adam, and he and his husband Will are together. And Will has bought Adam a hundred hours of Spanish lessons because Adam wants to learn Spanish because they want to travel. Right. And this isn't necessarily a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Will dies. Yeah. Uh, his husband dies, and so this becomes a movie about. Uh, Adam and um, Carina is her name in uh, in the movie. This be- this becomes a story about these two healing and what what consists uh, of what what consists of like a platonic friendship. Oh, that's yeah. That's and it. Also, seemed very sad too. <laughs> it is. You know. It is. It is sad. <laughs> it's very bittersweet. There are yeah. there are moments of absolute pure wonderful joy. And there are moments of just gut punching sadness. I'm like the world is sad enough, as this. <laughs> but it isn't. It isn't necessarily watching, you know, um, Adam cry for two hours because he right. lost his husband. Yes, it's it's very sad. It's horrible that 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 happens to his character. But he finds solace in in Carina, in their in their lessons in doing things. Yeah, and through that he, oh, you know, he can hang on to the memory of his husband and honors that memory and and we find out more about Carina and basically the whole movie is is screen life so it's over zoom essentially and more than half yeah and more than half the movie is in spanish but it's fairly basic spanish because he's taking lessons lessons. right so uh so i have a a fair amount of spanish so i could understand i think like i'd say about 70 percent of what was being said Which is which is really cool. I do not have the Spanish knowledge to be able <laughs> yeah, to understand it. There is no audio description for this film because there's nothing to describe. Well, the subtitles would be one except thing. For, yes, except for <laughs> subtitles. Yeah, no, that that sucks. But um, there's, I'm sure there's like a little bit to describe. Sure, you like the what they're you know yeah. doing and stuff. Yeah, no, it's mostly for the subtitles. Uh, but even that, you know, even then, I had a really wonderful time with this movie. I don't think I I left with as profound experience as I had watching nine days. Yeah. But like, I think that movie is going to stick with me a little longer, but this is really sweet. It seems and sweet. Mm-hmm. It um, is, it's really sweet right now. Like the, <laughs> the thing that's not stressful in my life is my partner. So I feel like watching a movie about someone <laughs> just having their partner die when I'm like, everything else is stressing me out. Yeah. This is the one good, like, I think that no, would just not yeah. be where I need, yeah. what I need right now. But <laughs> it did look really good. So I think that, yeah, it is, it is, it is really good. And I'm, and the performances are are amazing. I mean, because these, it's this movie's so intimate. Yeah, because you're just with these two people, and they're just everything just feels so wonderful and natural. And I'm wondering how much of it was improvised because it's Duplass Brothers film. They started the whole mumblecore thing, so I'm you know yeah. I'm, I really want to know how much like it, how much of it was just done um, and improvised, um, and how how much of the script was written actually written versus like skeletons of scenes and events that they wanted to happen so yeah so that that uh that made me very happy and um i enjoyed myself quite a lot and that's uh language lessons i honestly i wouldn't say you need to run out to the theaters to see this this movie would also work as a podcast (laughs) to be honest like that well one with you don't spanish yeah 
It is <laughs> like having the visual components, if you can access them, is nice. But uh, honestly, you really you could this is a podcast <laughs> right if you have at least an elementary knowledge of spanish right right yeah. but it it's it was it was still really wonderful and it it ends it has a really lovely ending okay so yeah. well i think maybe someday i'll watch it when someone will bring me all the subtitles <laughs> um or maybe i'll just learn spanish there you go i can mm-hmm. watch it because that but yeah no it's definitely one of the ones i was looking at there's also i think a one with a deaf character where a lot of things in sign language that also didn't have audio description so those yeah. were like the two movies where i was like oh you could see this i'm like no i can't fucking see either right. either of these these are the only two that sound interesting to me i so, really want to i really want to watch coda <laughs> but it's but it's a lot of a lot of sign language and i'm like i don't know if i no it was it yeah yeah it was and it doesn't have sub, it doesn't have audio descriptions i don't think mm. so yeah have, if you're gonna have subtitles please have audio descriptions <laughs> it's very inaccessible to blind people who i mean like we can't learn every single language it is you know yes learning languages is cool and fun when you can understand a movie that's bilingual but we should not be expected to no blind person should be expected to learn every single language well, things also- should be Coda. Yes, they sh- everything should be audio described. Absolutely. Coda is on Apple TV Plus. So the pretty much everything on there is audio described. So, so maybe. it might actually have well, audio description. I was like, "Oh, we could see a movie in the theater." But then those were like True. the two that Yeah, no. No, yeah. Neither <laughs> neither of them would work. Yeah, yeah but yeah. if it's not audio described, um I don't think Apple TV audio describes everything. I don't know. I have to look into it, but it looked like there wasn't an audio description available anywhere. So you got to make those. Make it illegal to have a movie come out without an audio description. I say this every day. Like, it's the same as closed captioning. It is necessary. You should not legally be able to have a movie that comes out without an audio description. Fucking sucks. Anyway, <laughs> that's my rant. Well, what were you blindsided yeah. by this week? <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I made yours. Yours was very cool. So I feel like <laughs> no, I was okay. on it a lot. So <laughs> no, I, I definitely... I'm sorry for that. Um, my, <laughs> uh, my blindsided by is um, the tallest man on earth. Uh, oh, yeah. I have been enjoying. He at the near the beginning of the pandemic. Well, he's just my. He's just pretty much my favorite <laughs> musician ever. Um, but um, during the beginning of the pandemic, um, he did um, some like doing covers of songs by request um oh. and uh it's just like a live stream thing and so all the like live stream footage is up online and um and so i've just been enjoying watching like uh multiple hours of or most i mean not really watching listening to him just playing cover songs i mean i because i love all of his songs that are his songs but i know them all so it's really fun to, <laughs> to listen to him uh cover other songs and he just uh, makes everything so beautiful <laughs> and uh, and so that's been I've been having a stressful week and that has been um, a calming thing this week uh, that is not stressful so so tallest man on earth um, title of them are just like tallest man on earth covers by request is just the name of the youtube video oh and cool so you can just kind of go but you can also just go to his page and nice. on youtube and find uh, the like archives of and he sent he did a few of them so awesome yeah. i remember uh playing his stuff on the radio when i still worked over at kuac Aww. that's that's where i first heard yeah oh my gosh him. i love him so much <laughs> i love him so much um i would definitely uh i've seen him a handful of times and i would love to see him again when we do music again we can go with live music um but yeah i mean and if you don't listen to Thomas Man on Earth already you should just listen to all of his stuff. It's really great. But um but yeah, he is a just um He kinda I put him in this not necessarily the same category, but in my head, he gives off like Fleet Foxes vibes. Like if you're trying to like comp- like what would complement him. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could see having a playlist with mostly Thomas Man and Fleet Foxes and it feel <laughs> it being a vibe. <laughs> Yeah, it's it 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 is um yeah, I could definitely see that. But he's I don't know, he's makes things seem beautiful. He's been the soundtrack of many years of my life. So. Wonderful. Oh, you should throw <laughs> you should throw a little Sufjan Stevens in there too. Oh yeah, I could yeah, definitely. Ooh, I need to make this now. This is a vibe. Yes. This is a real vibe. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. 
people and also band and humans that I know their catalog very well so <laughs> I would be like oh I know like every song of this um because yeah but those are if you yeah those are all three of them are very good especially Sufjan Stevens and Thomas love, Mann for love. like vibing yes. hard <laughs> yes <laughs> um but yeah so um those I guess yeah we I feel like our suggestions were a real vibe and like as opposite of a vibe as you could possibly get from this movie so <laughs> I like it um and next week we're gonna do bird box yeah so we'll find out if it traumatizes me as well absolutely we're gonna <laughs> gonna get real spoopy mm-hmm. yeah, get more sightless scared scared more sightless scared more sightless <laughs> I'm just so excited we named this that I'm just gonna say it a million times this whole month everyone's gonna hate it we're gonna have to name it something else next year because it's gonna get old uh, our theme song is by Lucia Fasano our YouTube is Citizen White Cane Podcast um, if you turn on the closed captions you can get it audio uh, not audio described but you can get captions uh, on the YouTube page um, our Twitter is White Cane Pod our Instagram and our Facebook are both Citizen White Cane if you'd like to send us an email our email is citizenwhitecanepod at gmail.com if you'd like to leave us a voice message there's a link in the show notes how would you kill a triffid? oh that's a really good question <laughs> I like it and yes. if you ever had a Rocky Horror line like come up in your life where you're like oh that's what that that's what that was referring to Do, have you have you ever understood that reference yeah <laughs> truly understood that reference and i think there's like there might have been other movies and it's like this was a book so maybe if you read the book of the day of the triffids and is that any good is it better yeah i'm yeah. i'm willing to read the book is it better though yeah tell us and then melissa will read the book if it's better i'm not gonna read it either way <laughs> but um, any of those things there's link in the show notes um if you have a, a movie that made you scared sightless and you blame it for going blind then uh let us know well maybe we'll watch that because we can't get more blind well we could but like you know whatever um yeah this has been the episode see you next week everyone (laughs) bye bye